0: This is Solar Spotlight, a special edition of the Contractor's Corner podcast from Solar Power World. Hello, everybody. I'm Billy Lute, Senior Editor of Solar Power World. As the effects of a changing climate increase in both frequency and severity, the need for technologies that can decarbonize and support electrical infrastructure is paramount. In this episode of Solar Spotlight, Zalika Strong, Senior Director of Policy and Regulatory Affairs at Generac Power Systems, discusses the significance of energy storage in the contexts of grid stability, individual energy resilience, and the greater mission of combating climate change. So Zalika, thank you for coming on to the show.
1: Thanks, Billy. Thanks for having me.
0: So what are you hearing from customers in terms of interest in battery storage?
1: I think there's a definite interest in exploring opportunities of battery storage, especially as we are seeing a surge of unpredictable weather patterns. Uh, folks want to be able to understand how they can build a more resilient system within their homes. So a lot of, as we're seeing storms in Puerto Rico, New Jersey, California, Texas, I mean, with all this unpredictability, there's definitely that interest. Also, I think that in one of the advantageous things that's happened through these conversations regarding climate change is the fact that people have a better understanding of how to control their own power, especially as we say, like behind the meter, where a lot of these storage batteries fall into. People understand how to integrate solar and get solar panels on their houses, how to have uh, technologies within their home, like smart thermostats, uh, for instance, Ecobee, that have the opportunity for you to really control through different sensors in your home, the temperature in your house. And so a clear way to help support your home is having a storage system that is able to give you power when there is that incompatibility with the weather. And the last part of it is, of course, you know, a lot more people are buying EVs and putting charging stations in. So I think this is a really great renaissance of how the individual homeowner can take more control. And so coming from Generac Power Systems, we provide uh, the battery solutions that really help support this growth.
0: And how does climate change affect the need for resiliency in the United States?
1: You know, climate change has is playing a role globally. We in the United States I believe have a better handle of understanding what it is, understanding the implications of it. And when you have an idea of what it is that's actually happening, there's opportunities to find solutions. I think climate change is now a conversation piece that I hear, across very different diverse groups, be it, you know, kids in school to people, you know, uh, in the baby boomer generation and and older that are starting to understand the impact of some of the decisions that we're making here. And as we're seeing, again, kind of going back to the discussion on unpredictable weather patterns, it's happening in our own backyards in many instances, you know, whether there are storms or the fires that we saw in Maui, it's definitely, for lack of a better word, is really hitting home. And companies like ours and others are really starting to provide these solutions to be better stewards you know, for the environment for all of us.
0: So what role does demand side energy resources play in building resiliency?
1: I think it plays an extremely essential role. When you have demand side resources, you are giving an opportunity for whether it's an individual homeowner or somebody that, you know, maybe has a, a commercial facility to be able to control their usage and to understand their usage. And by understanding their usage, they're able to help support, you know, the grid and provide more resiliency on the grid. And by that, I mean, when you have demand side resources like energy storage, you have an opportunity to be able to create a little bit more stability in, in, you know, in the electric usage on the grid. So you're able to provide more resiliency. You're able to manage your your usage better and also as as we continue to evolve and we have more electric, you know components you know be it phones and cars and etc that load on the home is going to be very it's going to continue to increase the demand side of it and we still have a grid on um, the transmission and some of the larger scale distribution lines that are that are really still very shaky. And so to be able to have demand side resources like battery storage, to be able to play a role in providing some of that stability is really important to have demand side resources in the home. Again, going back to things like smart thermostats really help play and control an opportunity for the homeowner to to manage their their electricity usage in the home. And then, you know, throw in uh, solar panels on there, you're able to generate your own electricity. So it plays an essential role. And I think that we still need to do a better job of getting out there and educating folks on how these um these different types of demand-side resources help them. I think that the states are starting to incentivize more opportunities. Basically, the infrastructure bill over the last uh, two years has set forth a lot of funding opportunities for across the board, whether it's on a state level, on a federal level, or for smaller companies and homes for folks to take advantage of these opportunities and be able to integrate more of these demand side resource solutions to help the grid out
0: what do people in our industry need to consider when educating those who may have a weaker understanding of technology?
1: Keep it simple. I think that's a really important thing to note. Those of us that are in this industry and in this world, we deal with very complex technical issues on pretty much on a daily basis. And to be able to sit down and explain to the to an individual who this is not their day-to-day or a group of people who it's not their day-to-day we really have to make sure that we have things simplified in a way that people can see these opportunities as solutions uh, these demand side resources as solutions for their own needs you know i think using the using the kind of the influx of electric vehicles into the market when you see your neighbor down the street, who has an EV? You have a general conversation with them with respect to, you know, how things work, how how it's plugged in, and it's a very very simplified conversation. I think that our industry we need to step out of our comfort zone, which is talking about things at a very technical level, um, and maybe. To reduce some of that complexity for those individuals that are that want to understand better how things work. I, for instance, have an ecobee in my house, I have people that come over to my house, and they see the thermostat and show them the sensors, it all makes sense. I have, uh, we have folks that have batteries next to their in their house, they also have electric vehicles, they have solar panels and so there's a more of a relaxed conversation around how this is all integrated. We want to make sure as an industry that the technologies that we're seeing on demand side, demand side resource technologies are not things and applications in your home that are very complex. The way that we talk about the, you know, our air conditioning units, our furnaces, our refrigerators, our dishwashers. We really need to be able to have, as an industry, be able to have the same type of communication with respect to some of the products that we're putting out.
0: And wrapping up, why is it important for communities to feel represented while learning about solar?
1: One of my favorite personal this is like as personal favorite putting that hat on things that has come out of this infrastructure bill is the environmental justice initiative as well as a real influx for low to moderate income communities and disadvantaged communities. Communities have never been represented in the past. Climate change solutions, demand-side response solutions, any of this stuff, for it to be integrated, we need to have everybody on board. We need to make sure all communities are represented. We need to make sure that there is a, going back to your question on education, that we're not educating people at a level where it doesn't It doesn't show them the impact within their own homes. We need to discuss cost savings. We need to discuss climate change. There's also health benefits. It's extremely important. A lot of these communities, especially some of these environmental justice communities are in areas of the country where there's a high influx of many health issues. And one of the clear reasons for that is some of the emissions that they're exposed to. They're not getting some of the investments in in these new technologies or these things in their homes to be able to support and to be able to help them live a healthy life. So really bringing things home and making sure that all of these communities are represented and this is you know essentially not a solution for a certain demographic of folks, but this is essentially a solution for all communities.
0: Thank you for taking the time to do this, Sileika.
1: No problem. Thank you so much for having me, Billy.
0: I'm Billy Liu with Solar Power World.